It's 2.33. The must-see uh, TV, you might have missed it because you were at work. I get it. I started at 10 o'clock this morning. It was the James uh, Comey testimony. And, I mean, places in Washington had parties at bars. They It was like a Stanley Cup in Washington, really like the final. A lot of people glued to the TV out. Uh, there were drinking games. Anytime Trump uh, tweeted, uh, a bar said, you know, I'll buy people around. Uh, however, he didn't tweet, but they bought around anyways for all the people that came to watch the uh, testimony and uh, Jackson Prosco is going to be joining us at 310 to talk about what what was said and what you missed during the testimony. A little highlight uh, for you here now, though. Uh, Comey was asked if uh, there was any Russia interference uh, with regards to the election. Have a listen. There should be no fuzz on this whatsoever. The Russians interfered in our election during the 2016 cycle. They did it with purpose. They did it with sophistication. They did it with overwhelming technical efforts. And it was an active measures campaign driven from the top of that government. There is no fuzz on that. It is a high confidence judgment of the entire intelligence community. And and the members of this committee have uh, seen the intelligence. It's not a close call. That happened. That's about as unfake as you can possibly get and is very, very serious, which is why it's so refreshing to see a bipartisan focus on that, because this is about America, not about any particular party. So that was a hostile act by the Russian government against this country. Yes, sir. He comes off so well. Mm -hmm. Incredible speaker, very calm, very principled man. And I think he did a fantastic job for what I saw, because the rest part of the show, you know, part of his uh, testimony, I had to prep the show so we weren't glued to it the, um the the thing that sort of you know the the way that he describes what russia was doing in this election sort of you know it it i wouldn't it doesn't surprise me that russia has an interest in what happens in other countries elections because i'm sure canada and the united states has an interest in what happens in other countries elections but it concerns me that they were able to you know actively have a campaign of trying to uh, toy with the American election. Mm. And I wonder if they've influenced other elections of other you know, free countries, other democracies. Uh, why not us? You know, well, how do we know? We don't know now. We and, don't know. And that's and that's concerning to me that, you know what, if you want a test bed for what will work in the United States, I wouldn't be surprised if they would try Canada. I'm about to um, mention a television show here because I think it's it's really interesting. When mm-hmm. I was watching Comey, I thought of Stan Beeman, who is uh, with the FBI on the show The Americans, okay. the FX show. Have you seen it yet? No, I've not seen it. It's re- it's such a well done show, um, and I think it is extremely relevant now. It's a, during the Cold War that Russians were putting uh, their spies in uh, in the states, and they were basically living as Americans. Mm-hmm. And it's a fascinating, uh, Carrie Russell's in it, yeah. the acting is, is high level, and it's a really fascinating series. Anyone, you should check it out. You know, what I was thinking about the mm. whole time was Veep, and the whole episode that they had, uh, congressional hearings, and um, the Jonad Files. I, I wish I could play it on the air. Uh, the Jonad Files is uh, some terrific testimony. If and you can't wants play it on the air. Oh, ooh, a lot of swearing. Too hard. Uh, graphic okay. content. Now, uh, Trump's lawyer is just, and then we'll get Jackson to update us on this, has just uh, responded to some of this testimony, sort of calling into question the timeline of some of the things sure. Comey was talking about. One of the things that uh, Comey brought up was 
that he had uh, put together some information that he gave to a friend to leak in the event that something had happened. And uh, sort of the timeline, apparently, the New York Times apparently was, according to Trump's lawyer, uh, going with some of this information before the go-ahead would have been given. So some of that credibility might be uh, being called into question. There. Interesting. Uh, hey, good news for you. If you wanted to go to the Toronto Zoo, they've reached a tentative agreement with more than 400 workers who went on strike last month. Details of the agreement won't be uh, released until the workers ratify the deal. Um, but the Toronto Zoo says management have been looking after 5,000 animals during the four-week strike. Uh, strike. I don't know. Anyone else's mind automatically springs to Uncle Buck with John Candy and this scene? How many times a day do you feed a dog like that? How, how many times a day do you think he eats? I love that so much. I'm just picturing the management, uh, you know, and the, and the whole uh, old Uncle Buck thing. You know, uh, how many times do you feed a giraffe? What, what do they eat? It's 5,000 animals. It's a lot of animals. That's a lot of work. But I bet a lot of those are like in that little reptile section, some stupid snakes and lizards and stuff. Stupid snakes. All the snake, yeah, nice. You've alienated all the snake lovers. The, the snake in our audience, our, our whole snake and demographic me, out the window. We care. Hey, Chris, are, are you worried about your cardiovascular health? No, I live downtown and I walk a lot. Well, so. listen, honking and jackhammering harming your health. The Board of Health is going to consider a staff report that explores the symptoms of living in an overly loud environment. It's it's been a concern for a while. The bylaws for are there in place so that you can have the right to quiet enjo- enjoyment. And uh, they say, you know, if you're living in a, a very noisy environment, anybody who has kids under the age of like 10 right now is like, oh, my God, I got two of them. Uh, noise can have cardiovascular issues uh, or repercussions, high blood pressure, heart disease. It can affect your cognitive abilities, cause sleep disturbances and bring uh, on mental health issues as well as depression and stress. Are you OK? You stressed out? Oh, I'm stressed. No, I'm good. I like it. I don't know. I, I'm one of these people who I, I feel like maybe I'm doing harm to myself by being in a loud environment, but I enjoy noise and, you know, silence isn't something that I uh, really appreciate. I don't like being somewhere that's too quiet. Even oh, when I I'm do. in nature, oh, I enjoy I the sounds of nature. And I, I don't like to be – sometimes some, some neighborhoods get a little too quiet, and I, I like the sound of, you know, lawnmowers – revving up and kids playing and all that. I like the sounds of a lawn. You know when I like a lawnmower sound the best? When I'm napping or just getting up in the morning. It's like, oh, there's somebody doing that. Somebody else is working harder than I am right now. I am not working at all. Uh, Coming up next hour, we're going to tell you about something that was on the loose in a liquor store in California caused serious mayhem. We'll also get to a story about... Was it a booze hound? uh, Maybe. Uh, Also get to a story uh, about uh, Jon Snow who uh, his, his real name is Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones. Yesterday we tried those Game of Thrones wines here in studio. Mm-hmm. I'm n- No word of a lie, they were delish. Yeah, no, I was really surprised because I thought, oh, we're going to get this guy in, Game of Thrones wines. It's probably just some you know crappy uh, product with a fancy label slapped on it. No, it was actually really, really good wine. Quality wine. In fact, not wines that I would drink on a daily basis, special occasion wines. And you, what? Not just true. I'm, the, I'm, not, I'm yeah. too cheap for a thirty dollar <laughs> bottle on a daily basis. No, guy. of course. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, it's got to be an occasion. Yeah, so you do I'm the cheap. box or like the six ninety nine. No, I'm bottle. not a box. Yeah. I am not a box. I can't go there yet because the box to me is just uh, it's admitting defeat. <laughs> I need to hear the, you know, or the little. 
of this screw cap. Mm-hmm. And then I can put it away in the fridge and pretend that I'm not going to get to all of it. You see? The box is just like, well, it's there. The bag's there. <laughs> Hook me up. Yeah, exactly. It's 2.40. We're going to be uh, coming back with uh, Alyssa Bartram, who is a Ryerson grad. She has something really interesting. If you've got a, a woman in your life or, uh, well, yeah, a woman in your life, you'll want to stick around and listen to this interview because it's pretty inspiring.